0: So I'm gonna like pretend to ring you and then you pick up and we just have like a little conversation. Okay. And riff a little bit. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so, you know, put your acting skills, you know, into gear. It's what you train for me. Oh wrong. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> wrong.
1: Okay. Hi. Sorry, let's do that again. Sorry, take two. <laughs> What was wrong for- with that one? I forgot what people say when they pick up the phone for a split second. <laughs> okay, cool. Mark, take two. <laughs> Action. <laughs> Hi, it's Ayo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. <Yeah>. so, so...
1: <laughs> you
0: know don't let me work myself I... <laughs> um okay cool i'll be oh, serious, I'll be serious now. no 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 this is this is fine okay. um i feel like this is great so <laughs> Ayo, yeah. uh obviously it's me. Um, I, I do I do my podcast. Mm. Are you ready to come on this week to be this week's uh, this week's special guest? I'm
1: so ready. I've been
0: waiting my whole life for this. Um, great. It's I, I, you know I can't wait to have this conversation. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you. Um, alright. Okay. Bye.
1: <laughs> See ya, cash ya later. Bye
0: so wait, you live you live at home with your mum right because i don't know why but i assume that you lived with like with flatmates or something
1: oh it must be nice <laughs> wait okay Mm. okay we done um no I live with my mum we live in um southeast London Mm. near Willidge Arsenal station literally oh wow
0: you're really letting people know your location okay ah please (laughs) don't
1: It's a lie, I live in um Thamesmead. Mm. Mm. Thamesmead. Uh, you no, know if they find me and they have money, I'll allow you to come into my house.
0: You know, oh, the rumors are true. You're about <laughs> women, We <You> like money. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> speaking of money, I don't know why, but I started thinking about. How I like oh, we're actually, before we recorded, we we're talking yeah. about Ghanaians, yes. and you were like, "Should I, should I stay or should I go?" <laughs> uh, I, you know, what? I, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you because everyone's experience will be different. True, but um, yeah, um, but if you, <laughs> if you like to be wined and dined. Um, mm give it one date and then if you see how they move because I've had a Ghanaian person who would be like wasn't really into wine and dining and then mm-hmm. I had another one who was like yeah I'll do that up until a point we were both like nah and then he was like yeah let's let's split everything and you know the age-old debate of like who pays or that oh I my don't really, gosh. not really, really
1: needs to get new um debates.
0: Honestly, the timeline is the robot. But <laughs> to be honest, um, you know, try. If you meet a nice Ghanaian person, you know. See, you know, I don't that.
1: mind. I feel like as a Nigerian, I can roast my people and no one could come for me. We're too much sometimes. A wahala is too much. Very and, true. You know, not to say that Ghanaian men might not have wahala, you know, that really depends on the person you meet. But I just feel like it could be something nice you know apparently they're the canadians of africa so <laughs> <laughs> that might be useful i guess in finding a suitor but in this london world i find a man so who who knows, who knows?
0: you know i've been telling i've been telling you in this pandemic hinge okay but, uh, okay
1: feedback, yes so i got on hinge so I've been on Hinge before but like I just saw the caliber of men and I just said is not I and um it was like oh what what um what kind of girl do you want to be with someone i can get high with or watch um i said honey me yeah, you're a bad babe. watch anime with <laughs> anyways and i was like you know i do watch a couple cartoons but I, I don't want that to be my personality towards you so i just kind of went off it but blessing or oh, Ibukun, as, sh- as I should say, that- that's the right name. Anyways, don't think I don't know my friend's name. But I just call her <laughs> the special. Anyways, um, I went on Hinge the day that you said, you know, I need to put yourself out there. Blah, da, 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 da. T- tell them why I need to put myself out there. Really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Why am I the one telling your story? Tell your own story.
1: Okay, cool. Bless um, Ibukun told me, IBK told me that. I should, <laughs> um, with the way like mm-hmm. beauty politics work in this country, and with the way a lot of things happen, and the dating scene, the m- way she's found success is by putting herself out there, and she found that she had to, you know, shoot her shot basically. So <clears throat> I said, "Me too. Let me, let me open the Hinge app. You know, I had the notifications turned off." Anyways, because I've had the notifications turned off, one of my answers was something that I won't shut up about. And the fact that Avatar The Last Ember is my favorite TV show on the planet, that's what I wrote on Hinge. No wonder I wasn't getting likes, but it is what it is. This guy was like, oh, he's down to watch the show with me. And I'm like, oh, who's this nigga? Ah." Come to find out, (laughs) come to find out, we literally almost have everything in common. We both study journalism. I pray to God he doesn't know who any of us are. And I hope you're not listening to this podcast. Although I really want your podcast to be successful, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want you to succeed, but at the same time, I want it to be anonymous. <laughs> we
1: both study the same course, let me put it that way. We both like the same um, shows. We're both interested in... Like, we both have the same political views. Um, but then who really knows if some men? Because they will lie and say they're as lefty and as liberal as they come. But really and truly, they're misogynistic. But moving forward... Yeah, so we've just had, like, a lot of stuff in common. The only th- is, like, he's not as musically, like, as I am, you know. I like a bit of... I like someone who understands a bit of the musical scale. you know. That's just good wishing but yeah it's been interesting chatting but I think I have found that I had to ask a lot of questions oh so what do you do I'm like sometimes ask me questions so yeah that's where I am now with my exciting dating life
0: I'm actually so happy that you you went for it because we just had this conversation a few days ago and look at it's like I'm checking in and you've already just thrown yourself back into the po- <laughs> you, better, you better wipe that brow you better be exactly. proud of yourself
1: exactly
0: <laughs> uh, I, I do understand that feeling like you have to ask questions though and that's actually something I'm trying try, not trying not to do but trying to not feel like I have to lead every relationship uh, not a relationship every um conversation every potential mm-hmm. every conversation any potential because at the same time you are meant to be equally caught in each other. So the person needs to be also actively seeking out your interests and trying Mm. to find out what they want from you. So if you ever feel like you're the one only asking the questions or doing the deep dive, or you're the only one ever starting things back up, then let that one go.
1: It's
0: true. Let's see how this goes. This is is, is like, look at that. You just opened the app. However, would
1: I actually go on a hinge date? I don't know. That's what is. Me. What's
0: the definition of a date, especially right now? What's that to you?
1: Oh, see that I don't know. I could not do a Zoom date. Though, imagine. <laughs> what's your email address? <laughs> 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 and then we're now having technical difficulties. Oh God, I don't know. That scares me. A date on Zoom. I don't know. Ha- have you been on a date? You have, mm-hmm. haven't it? yeah, mm-hmm. from the last podcast—not last one, couple ones ago. Yes, you're talking about a date you went on.
0: Mm-hmm. I even oh. had the person I went on the date with on one of the episodes. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, what made that content? What What was?
1: What kind of um, mm-hmm. pandemic date would you suggest? Yes, now that you're you know of experience and expertise.
0: Hmm. I, I guess it depends because obviously I started dating again when things things weren't as open as they were like maybe September-ish mm. when Eat Out to Help How, Out to Help How was happening. I started dating like a little bit before that. So like you could start to maybe meet people in parks and feel comfortable about doing that. So I went on like a picnic date and then with someone else when things started to open up, we went out to a restaurant. I think, obviously, you know, follow government guidelines or whatever whatever makes you feel comfortable. Mm. But, um, yeah, especially in a pandemic, I guess it's, you, especially because it's also winter, you want to try and find something that keeps you warm so you're not freezing mm-hmm. outside, but you also want to keep yourself safe. So um, I would recommend, like, I mean, walks are always nice. Ah. I guess it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> no no hear me out especially because you know you're meeting someone for the first time Mm. a walk isn't like a big commitment it's like oh we're going for a walk if you want an actual date date I would suggest holding off till things open up again because I don't know where you people are gonna go where things are unless you're willing to go into someone's garden or into someone's house and have them cook you dinner but I wouldn't suggest that for the first date
1: (laughs) Come down with me, <laughs> pandemic edition.
0: Uh, exactly. <laughs> and you know, people, man, people out here. Oh my god! No, so, yeah. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not done a Zoom date. I don't have experience in Zoom dates. That scares and all
1: that. me. Every publication from your Vice to your Dazed and R29 was covering. Oh, how my Zoom date went during the pandemic, and the odd embarrassing. What did you read about this girl? That she said she met at her date at a protest. You know people are mad.
0: I feel like I heard... Oh. That's, that's sweet, though. Is that not sweet? for both are activists together, activists
1: love? I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. <laughs> <laughs> I get it if you see... You know, you can't... I, I don't know if I believe in love at first sight, but I guess, you know, if the attraction is there as you're tra- chanting, maybe. <laughs> However, I think it was very much like... She the article framed it as like a star-crossed lover's moment and I was like, if I'm at that protest, I'm really there about the issue rather than finding Mm -hmm. love. You know, my friend in Lagos, she was saying that she too, she wants to go on certain protests because the the way the the calibre of men (laughs) there. And I'm looking at you people like, no, focus. Focus.
0: Come back. We're really really amusing protests um... (laughs) As social as ways of like trying to find people today. What are we doing?
1: Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! But it's true. Where do you meet a man in this? Um, in in this United Kingdom, United of Kingdoms. That's what I'm gonna call it.
0: <laughs> Baby girl. I know. I'm frozen. My I don't know what happened to my camera, but I mean, <laughs> I that's keeping her face. Right. <laughs> I'm just
1: gonna screenshot this.
0: Honestly, I use it for promo. Um, what, what was I saying? Uh, no, no. So wait, what were you saying before? Before we realized I was frozen.
1: Um, I think we were talking about um, how to find a date. In no, sorry. What kind of dates can you go on in a socially distanced climate? And how people are how do you find people basically? So then you. That's when we talked about um, dating, finding love in a protest, and stuff.
0: St- wait that story you told about the star-crossed lovers was you know, it a white woman and a black man
1: i think it was a black woman with a white man i
0: believe okay okay oh i'm on frozen yeah um okay. yeah i feel like i I i remember seeing something like this mm. yeah i mean i'm all for if you know you catch someone's I as you know you're marching and your your chant syncs off with their chant, you know, and you do la. Um yeah, I'm all for like a, a meek you, but I agree with you, you know, focus on the task at hand. Exactly. Don't go to protest just to, you know, to chirp someone to mm. to find to find a bay. Exactly. Um, I'm not going to lie, though, when I did, when I was at the protest, I was like, this is the closest I've been to people, at, men outside of my household. And, you know, <laughs> to people I've to, people I'm to i attracted to in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to people I'm attracted to in okay. a long time. I've just been in my household and I was looking at some of these guys and I was like, oh, mm.
1: they believe oh, in the yeah. cars. They're fine. <laughs> we can be fine together. <laughs>
0: we must for the cars.
1: You know? <laughs> And you much for,
0: for other things? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my But, God. yeah, I, I get seeing someone in a protest, you know, catching eyes and we're like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess apart from protesting, I mean, some people met in the line in Tesco. Um, in the line in Tesco? I remember someone said, telling a story about how they saw um, a, per- a guy... Basically, chat up a girl who he'd seen in in the line for Tesco. You know when we we're still que- queuing up to go into, yeah. Um, saw so in the line for Tesco uh like a few times in a row, and then unlike this time where he the person was behind them, the guy basically approached the girl, and they all went inside. The person who's telling the story included, and when the person telling the story came out, she saw he or she saw that the girl was giving the guy her phone number and you know it works i don't i don't know the story but i it's guess it works
1: because i always look bummy when i go to tesco anywhere like if i'm in a lockdown my whole sense of style is also in a lockdown if i'm going to i'm going in mismatched socks sliders puffer jackets my hair is in a bonnet I look like a mess. You know, some people, it's cute on them when they're like, oh, just woke up. No, I look like legit trash. So, you know, maybe I should start, you know, maybe I need to get some nice gym leggings that, you know, that help, help, (laughs) help to suck everything in.
0: (laughs) <laughs> they don't even suck just you know they they glide across the oh road. glide that's yeah, we're, we're not here about trying to conform or squeeze our bodies into anything it's not yes. we're just here it you know accentuate, accentuate. Accentuate. Right. accentuate you know but the fact that you go to tesco your bonnet you're a real one because i don't think i'm i don't think i'm a bonnet. i'm at scarf level i'm not a bonnet level <laughs>
1: oh my gosh i i'm oh my i remember one time i think it was a couple years ago I went to Westfield in Cornrows and I also went to school in East London. So it just gave me so much anxiety that day. I was like, and these weren't cute Cornrows and my hair isn't like socially acceptable long. Well, it wasn't at the time. Now it's cut, but another story. Anyways, I was there in my bummy Cornrows and I feel like my head was just shaking because I was like, people could actually see how bummy I look. But no one cared. And after that experience, I was like, I can look bummy anywhere. I can look bummy in Westfield. I can look bummy anyway. And that's my that's my calling to so all you young women and non-binary folk out there. If you can look bummy... <laughs> this, <laughs> this is my message. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because really and truly, I'm just going to buy one thing. I'm going to buy yam. I even carried my mom's shopping trolley. When I was young, I, did, I was ashamed. Now I go full on... <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I carry her. What? what are you doing? And I don't yeah. know why. No, no, I'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about that. I'm saying, look at, you're trying to start a movement and <laughs> everyone. Like, yeah, we're going to leave our houses. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Actually bonnets aren't even but like they're cute bunnies. Yeah. You can get Let me get- wear, let me wear my bonnet. Let cute. me join you. Wait. It's like gold on the inside and purple on the outside. I like, from it. the back of the top. Huh? No, that sounds
1: cute. Wait, let me find mine. Yeah, oof. It's all the way over there. It's
0: okay. I'll just do bonnet. So it's like gold and then it's purple. That's
1: cute.
0: A, a but yeah. Yeah, I got it from this black owned store. It's actually the favorite one of my favorite things I bought this um this lockdown. What is it? M V B Hair something. Yeah, it's really good, and she does different sizes. So this is like the large one, so it fits braids when I wear braids. Oh yeah, that's perfect. No,
1: it's, mm. it's so royal and regal.
0: I do love her. No, I love it. Yeah. It's kind. It's also in like Lakers themed as well, which wasn't really on purpose. But when I picked the colors, I realized that, and I was mm. like, oh, that's nice. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for going out and what makes you feel okay. MV Hair Boutique is where I got the bonnet from. Mm. Yeah, I always, I'm always Check out, MV. Like, yeah, MV. She also makes wigs. Um I like I'm all for going out and feeling how you're feeling, but I know that at the beginning of lockdown, not lockdown 2.0, the first lockdown, oh I was gosh, like, yeah. me going to me going to Tesco is the only time I, I go out. So I'm I gonna ex- go out. Ex- so ex- I got ex- I, I wore I was wearing like matching, I was wearing like crop top and, Yay! You know, I, 18, and I was like, walking, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I, do, I love this. honestly. I remember, like, and that was, I was fully into, like, the not wearing a bra, and I feel like I haven't really worn a bra since the beginning of lockdown, apart from Ooh, the two times. The way my titties set up. oh no, even the way my titties set up, is it's yeah. acceptable for the shape of my titties, but I am fine with it. My mom isn't, but I am fine with it. I feel um, like, for me,
1: they're just, you know, they're so big to the point where it's uncomfortable if they don't, so now I just wear, like, bralettes. Mm. which is fine but like and I agree with you, bras are just uncomfortable but they would just be slapping each other on the road <laughs> yeah.
0: there were many times because I liked the crop top especially in the summer so mm. I, because of my, the way my teeth hang low, mm. they would be just above the edge of the crop top and sometimes I'd be in Tesco <laughs> and I'd be like holding near my waist to <laughs> <top>. like, okay, <laughs> like you was, tempted I, everyone in Tesco <laughs> it, was a temptation. it was just the fact that I was like I can't remember to wear a bra, man. I leave you wearing But so I just, you know, like, holding, like, the bottom of my shirt as I reached up to the top shelf, trying to make sure no one else is in the aisle. This is but... the start of
1: a Wattpad story. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> I like it. Somebody write it, please. As,
1: as she was reaching for the Coca-Cola, I spotted her.
0: A titty fell <laughs> <laughs> out.
1: And when I saw that titty, I knew... <laughs> That was the
0: tea for me. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't be the first time. Oh, you yes. had tea mishaps uh, before. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. I don't hmm. Have I? No, I haven't. I've actually been pretty, like, even though, so, I mean, for... Let me describe the shape of my boobs. Like, they kind of, like, are flattish on top and they fill out more at the bottom. Mm-hmm. They kind of just sit kind of on my stomach a bit. Mm-hmm. So I've never had, like, an in- an incident where, like, one's popped out or anything because for them to be sitting up and sitting pretty, I mm-hmm. have to be wearing a bra or wearing mm-hmm. some kind of tape shape. So I don't think I've ever had, like, a, a, titty-, a titty slip. <laughs> Apart from those times I was walking to Tesco <laughs> and Ooh. I'd be, like, double-checking, like, am I good, am I good? I was good, but you know, you get paranoid when you feel the breeze kinda hitting the bottom. A little you know bit. the
1: best kind of breeze for your tits. Mm. In the park, if you're you know, the next time we you feel like going to a park, don't wear a bra. Wear flowy clothing and just lie down, take like a I'm saying this from experience by the way, take like a yoga mat or something, lie down and just let the fresh air just go underneath your titties and it's the best feeling ever. So, my um, campaign points, number one, wear a bonnet to Tesco. Number two, let your titties air out in the park in the breeze.
0: What are you running for? Is it Prime T- Minister <laughs> or Titty President? Or something?
1: <laughs> titty President, I like that.
0: Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. I'm I'm not saying use my platform for political games, but... I, know, I really, had other motives,
1: me. obviously, for coming to this um, show. What what political party am I part of? What should we call it?
0: T- titty, certain, I don't want to align it with that. Um, titty loops, t- titty Democrats. Titty-crats.
1: Titty-crats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: I wonder if, um, like, if you actually started it, if people would vote for you. You know what? They would, you know. What would your points be, like a ban on bras?
1: Um. First of all, I would... Well, let's start from the beginning. In the office place, in the workspace, if your nipples happen to show, it shouldn't be an issue. Because really and truly... If you are looking at my nipples and it's affecting you, you have a problem. That's my first campaign point. Secondly, I would make sure that all clothing stores make their clothes big titty, small titty, all titty appropriate. Just because I'm wearing a crop top, I don't want my breast to be hanging out. I want it to be covered, but I still want to show a little bit of midriff. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah. I'm voting for you right now. Oh,
1: God. (laughs) And what would I also do? Um, I would help out, make sure breast cancer is a priority. Obviously, as Titty President, um, what else? Oh, we should do more. You know how I feel like the medical community has neglected women's bodies a lot. Let's discover more about the titty. So I would give a bit of research into the titillation and the researchification of the titular area so that's why I think you should vote for me and my name is Ayo from the (laughs) Titicrat why did I
0: (laughs) get me back on track please no there's no track (laughs) this is literally what this show is about (laughs) and this is where we've ended up and it's fine (laughs) Um, you know I, I can't wait to see the campaign posters uh
1: Yes. Like
0: there's gonna be a lot of nipples just like on Ex- buses Ooh.
1: nipples on buses you know mm. that's a good idea hmm. yes. I'll think about i it. won't charge
0: you for that one but if you're gonna use any more of my ideas i'm gonna charge you
1: <laughs> you should be my campaign manager mm. and social media analyst slash researcher
0: i'll be more of like a, a market researcher
1: market researcher Hmm.
0: Mm. Let's make this work. Sure. Tell me when you're running and, you know, I'll clear up my schedule.
1: Yeah, obviously I need to pick a VP and sort so many yeah. of the other optics out. But yeah, definitely. When you're ready, when I raise enough money, we'll do
0: it. Oh, right. Because, you know, if we're doing it the American way, you got to be raising millions. Just yeah, this is an international
1: in. cause. This, mm. this isn't limited to the boundaries of the United Kingdom or to Europe. This is international. I will be representing you at the United Nations.
0: I, I feel be... like I'm playing some inspirational music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'll be rep- and it's annoying because because of the way my tits are I always have to go a size up in clothes and they ill they're not fitting. Imagine so many people on this planet how their lives would change if I was titty president.
0: I feel it. That thing about, because you mentioned it as well, like having shirts and like everything that just fits your titties, regardless of size. That's yeah. always something I have to consider. Like, whenever I've worn shirts with buttons, mm. it's always when I've come to like wearing them that I'm like, fuck, I forgot that I have t- big tits. Exactly. And now I have a hole that's literally showing it. And I don't mind the hole, but it's not the look I'm going for. Or exactly. when I'm like the crop top situation where they, there's a potential for them to just slip out from not wearing a bra. It's like, and also the nipples, like, I don't care. So why do you care? Exactly. You know, I, I, I'm voting for you. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And if you don't have, like, boobs that look like Rachel Green's boobs from Friends, if you have yeah. any other person's normal people kind of boobs, it's like, oh, oh, she should keep those tucked away. Like, no, my tits are here for public exposure, public no, that sounded wrong. I'm really going to have to work on my campaign strategy and come back. I
0: to say, are you, are you, <laughs> you going to be flashing people during the campaign? Talk? That's what it sounded like. Every my time team we lessons. hit a million
1: on the GoFundMe, I'll flash the whole community, basically. And see,
0: ladies and gentlemen, sex work works for everybody. <laughs> Even in politics.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Mm. Oh, I was watching a Cut video today. I don't know if you know Cut, this YouTube channel. No, I'll send you a link. They um they basically have these games and just different things they f- different formats they film on their channel. So there's um like truth or drink, where mm. you have to ask people questions and they can even tell you the answer or they can take a shot. Um, there's Fear pong where people throw balls into like they play beer pong basically, but there's like a dare under each cup, and if uh. you get the ball in the cup, like the person has to do the dare. Mm um and so i was watching one of the re- most recent truth or drink videos and it was like sex workers ask ask their parents sex workers and their parents play truth and truth or drink
1: oh and it was really interesting
0: God. to see because i was like one they tried to make it kind of diverse so they had um a dominatrix um a porn star and then someone who called herself um i think an erotic performer and so, I, so I'm assuming that she was a cam girl, but I, I I don't want to assume. Um, and then their parents were on, and it was so interesting because um, the dominatrix was black, and mm. I think they tried to they tried to like actively look for a sex worker. They tried to actively try and get maybe like a more diverse pool of sex workers, mm. and because often whenever these kind of conversations are happening, we don't always see like black people in the conversation. Very so true. it was interesting to see how she was talking to her parents and how they had, like, a pretty open conversation. They they had they had a pretty open, like, dialogue about the fact that she is a dominatrix mm. and her parents were, they just were honest. And I really enjoyed it. It was, like, it was fun to see because a lot of people would assume that, oh, black parents are harsher, so this isn't a conversation that we could even have, like, the idea of sex work in a conversation we could have with our mm. parents. That's very, that's
1: very useful. I think I'm mm. going to watch that, I think. Also, just to learn more about sex work in itself and how I can help and how I can understand it a bit more. Because I recently watched um, this um, Nollywood film. It's called Oloture. And I think you should watch it.
0: It's on it, my watch list, yeah. It's yeah. got a um, sister who played Shalua in. Yes, uh, Sharon Odger. Yes.
1: Yeah. That show, by the way... Oh, we're coming back to that. Okay, so I don't want to spoil it for you, but it talks about, you know, the thin line between sex work and human trafficking, especially within a Nigerian slash African context anyways. And it was very, very sad to hear how when these um, sex workers or when they'd get trafficked to European countries, particularly in the show, it focused on Italy. But the, the film is based on a true story anyways, um and apparently the um the government, the authority figures or whatever who who I call them, people in places that can change things, didn't care enough about these women because they were black women and they didn't care enough to prosecute their traffickers, their pimps, their madams or whatever they're called in that world and just because they were black women and they didn't care. And it just really showed how black women are often sexualized from young ages but when when they have they try to have agency within their sex life and their sex work that that power is just immediately taken from them because they're black women they just don't care about that so that was very very heartbreaking to watch and research into but yeah that's something i recommend you to watch <clears throat> mm,
0: i'll put it on yeah it's on my list um and I watched the trailer, and isn't the the premise that uh, the main character is a journalist who's undercover? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. She's a journalist who's undercover, who's trying to um, discover about you know human trafficking in Nigeria. And the main thing that kind of cuts across those two worlds is the underground world in Nigeria of sex work, and these it really told a lot of the stories of how these women come into sex work.
0: And uh... just I can just hear your mom in the background. She's singing.
1: (laughs) You are exalted, hallelujah. (laughs) You are exalted. (laughs) Um, but yeah, just kind of showing how a lot of these women are exploited. And yeah, it was really good. Watch. It was really good. Really good show.
0: Yeah, I'll give it a watch. Um. I've actually been consuming a lot, a lot of Nollywood these past few months. So Same. I've been, and Netflix has been like a really good source of it. And also, Amazon Prime is pretty good too. So, mm. I watched um, a film that came out a, a few months ago called Sugar Rush. Same. Is, <laughs> and um, I started watching, I don't think I'm going to go back to it because I was like, the wigs and the acting. I don't know about this one. But um, there's one I film. Know you're so have, say. You
1: watched,
0: have you watched I May Destroy You?
1: I haven't finished
0: it yet. Okay, i not I won't spoil it for you. But The Best Friend Terry is played mm. by Worce, and she I didn't realize that she was like a really like big Nollywood actress before she really was. So she did like a lot of Nollywood films. And so I found them on Netflix. And I was like, there's like a whole bunch here. And so I started watching one and I was like, I don't, I don't really like this, but okay. <laughs> and it's basically it's about um this woman. Who's trying to find, like, just trying to, like, date multiple people and trying Mm. to find, like, the love of her life. Um, Mm. uh, Yeah, I mean, she's a good actress, but I I wasn't the biggest fan of the film.
1: I will say, I want to see more Nollywood stories capturing, like, youth stories in Nigeria, because a lot of them, not all, a lot of them center around, oh, this person hasn't married and they're nearly 30, or, um, the actual wedding itself, we got like a three-part series on it. Loved the wedding party, by the way. I mean, there are also really good ones. Um, that Kunle Afolayan does, the guy who, who did the movie with Temi Citation.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, I have mixed
1: reviews. I really like the show, but I have mixed reviews when it comes to how the Yoruba was pronounced, and also. The evil character in the show was wearing Mali hair. It just didn't really sit right with my spirit as an individual. But it showed that there's like obviously more room for diverse storytelling, and there's also sugar as well. Have you watched Sugar? I don't think so. Oh my! I'm putting you on Sugar. <laughs> basically, it deals with
0: AIDS. Auntie, you're singing. It's okay. it's okay. No, it's it's nice background music. Go go off, Auntie. <laughs>
1: um um it's basically it talks about aids in nigeria and not just nigeria africa at large so each season is set in a different african country so lupi i think lupita nyonga was on the show as well before she got like super super big and then it goes it went to south africa then it went to nigeria so it, it just got goes around different african countries and talks about youth issues there but no i would love more of a like like a gossip girl nigerian style imagine how lit that would be someone permissioned that ASAP I
0: love, I love that and I think that's what I loved about Sugar Sugar Rush it was like this format I hadn't seen in Hollywood mm. before instead mm-hmm. of being focused, like you said, instead of being focused on someone trying to find a husband or a wife, it was more about um, I don't, how do you even describe it it's kind of like a heist it's yeah, like a basically yeah. and I really love that And but then the ending was <laughs> <laughs> when they
1: were shooting this uncle and he was just dodging the bullets oh my god
0: oh my god I'm trying not to ruin it for people who've said who need to watch it but basically every time somebody I I recommend to someone I'm like the ending is typical Lollywood movie. <laughs> and it's just the way that just comes out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's disappearing cars there's People you. who are physically bulletproof from head to toe. Their special effects, and that's all.
0: Actually- oh, the, oh. oh, the special effects! <laughs> no. yeah, shout out to Banky W. Um, shout out um, to him,
1: man. Shout out to Banky. Yeah. W, and Banky. also
0: the main actress who I can't remember her name. Aleshua. Yeah, I was also his wife. Yeah, Nigeria's um,
1: sweetheart at the moment.
0: They're all. they they're, they're just great. I like, what, I like what they come out with.
1: Yes, I agree too.
0: But, man, that ended. I was like... I was watching it, and I was like, wait, where did... <laughs> He's
1: bulletproof now? <laughs> and it came as, like... It, it didn't add or take away to the story. From me, personally, they could have really left that bit in the drafts. Because why is this... I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they needed to use their special effects budget. But... <laughs>
0: I never thought about thought of it like that. Yeah, maybe. But I definitely recommend it. It was a really good film. And then I also watched um what's this one that someone recommended on the timeline? There was like a clip going around of this woman cussing her aunties. Oh. And um yeah, it was fun. (laughs) And then so I watched that film. Are you sure? Because they might not listen to this and you know, I can I can change your name so you can release whatever you're trying to <laughs> release. I feel like to try to you're trying to call someone out Oh no. no no no
1: no. I don't have any well <clears throat> Hi auntie
0: <sighs> You know what's bad? Everyone has everyone has an auntie. Everyone has mm. the auntie Mm. Or the aunties, who they Mm. think, whenever anyone mentions, oh, whatever thing, whenever anyone brings up that quote, auntie, the evil you've done is enough, that's the auntie they think, trust
1: me, trust me. Oh, it's, I think the annoying bit is when your parents are okay with things, but these people who are not even in your nuclear family have things to say. Anyway, chill. Hmm. Mm-mm, yeah <laughs> me and,
0: me and Ibaka are just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> sorry, like I feel like also it's there's trauma there often because mm. you're then expected to as you, when you become an adult to be okay with a person who depending I mean depending on the degree of what this how this anti-impacted your life they've possibly had some negative impacts. No. And it might have affected you in some way, or maybe you didn't take it on, but you're then, as an adult, meant to just be like, oh, we are now on some kind of equal playing field that you are still an elder, mm. and we should be okay. We should be able to talk. We should be able to get on. But you're still holding on to, also speaking from personal experience, there's still some element of, like, pain and frustration and anger you're still holding on to from childhood experiences. 100%, yeah. Especially
1: when it came, for me, it was body shaming quite a ah. lot
0: hey mm-hmm.
1: hey horrible Lokozuna, what did they not call me or if i i think there was a time in my life where i was skinny oh what a time anyways
0: don't, don't <laughs> they just love you then oh um, don't they just want to just no because then they were
1: to my mum's like what? oh is, i am not eating, eating are you not feeding her poor woman man but then yeah no, it was very much like I was always nervous of going to their place because it would be like, "Oh, look at her face; her cheeks have grown again." You won't find husband if you look like this. I'm like, how do you know? I want to find husband. How do you? How do you? Know? I'm still on hinge. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God! Yeah, no. It was definitely it was definitely the body stuff for me too. And it, it was interesting because I never had the um oh husband or how will you marry kind of chat. It was always like the oh you're getting big, oh you've gotten small, oh mm-hmm. you know, just and just comments and like opinions on my way or like shaming me in public for how I looked on my way that I'd then be like that and then I'm like when I when I got to an, a place when I was older. Or as a teenager where I was like, I don't I don't give a eck what you think. I don't give an it was, I don't give an <laughs> It was like it's just you there's just this like also feeling of powerlessness at times because I felt like, oh out of respect, I still can't correct you. I can mm. only say so small, small. Mm. But, but what you're saying is is it's hurting me. So even though I'm trying to even though I'm trying to firm it.
1: Exactly. And it really Yeah, it definitely added to my body insecurity or whatever issues I have. Till this day. Till this this day. Till this day. They definitely added to it. And not to say it didn't come from my parent's side as well too because let's not even get into that. To Monty right now. Because she's really singing in the background and I don't want to get in trouble. But (laughs) yeah, no. Not minding their business I think was the biggest one. Not minding the business that pays them
0: planties always mind the business that pays you because I won't pay you
1: period
0: my bit ba- my business isn't paying you
1: apart from yeah. B when your daughter is getting married but
0: that's not- <laughs> I didn't know about that one. it depends how much it depends how how much I like her
1: because I don't
0: true. know if I'm, but I do yeah you know, that's what I love about us Nigerians have like whenever I was going to a party or a wedding it was like when You saw someone with Astro B, you're like, Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're in the mix, yes, you're, and you're like, you're... and then like, sometimes I would feel away because like I was like, Damn, I want to be in the mix, but I, I don't got money for, like that. And my mom obviously didn't think of it as a priority, we're just here because I always like the fact that the people who are like wearing the matching, matching fabrics, mm. were like, I'm, I'm part of the party, yes, I'm part, I'm part of the group, I'm, <laughs> they're like the elite ones, exactly. The, and like, oh. But no, um, I
1: think there's set of tweets going out right now that it's like what sounds like this but feels like it's not. So someone asked like what feels like friendship and it's not really friendship and someone said Ashwabi. So Ashwebi for those of you that aren't um, of the Yoruba culture, basically it's the clothes as less um Ibu can just describe that you wear if you're part of the family or in, the, in circle in like a wedding or birthday celebration. But the drama that goes on in getting your ashwab or your, or, uh, it's stressful, unnecessarily stressful, and it's expensive as well.
0: I've never had to pay for it myself um, because Thank I you. haven't been, to, I haven't been to anyone's um, parties or weddings that I'm like are my friends that I would like, oh I God. would have, to, have my yeah. to do it, but. Yeah, I know that it can get it can get pricey. Ooh. It always looks so good, though. It does. And uh, I think that's also where my, like, my want to have bridesmaids dresses whenever I do get married or whatever, mm. and have the bridesmaids, like, have different styles but also have the same fabric. It probably stems from that because that's what I liked about the actual mm. beauty. all have the same fabric, but you rock the style that works for you.
1: Oh, thank you for saying that because certain people are, like, well, not people in my personal life, but in the TL... I guess everything's simple from the TL but it's like oh all my bridesmaids must look like this but I'm like it goes back to titties cuz if my tits can't work with this strapless gown and you want me to be pushing up and hoisting up the whole day then are you really my friend are you truly my friend
0: and that's the question if you don't care about my titties exactly. are you actually my friend because strapless <laughs> is it's a dream I would like to live oh. the number of times I've worn something without straps and then I would either still have to wear a bra but just tuck the straps from my bra into the outfit or I would have to buy one of those strapless bras but it barely did anything so they would still kind of be hanging low it's like that's why I want to invest in that boob tape like you know that skin tone boob I'm tape I'm scared that you around. know
1: because I'm like when I'm taking it off
0: you gotta use oil I'm rubbing I'm rubbing my chest Maybe for some I, reason. I'll I'm ask for
1: anointing oil. So when I'm taking it off, <laughs> it'll be covered by the blood of the lamb because I'm scared. Also, the last time I wore a strapless bra, the bra full on went to my um, belly button. So my tits weren't even in the bra anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. And I think it was my friend that pointed out, like, because it felt like there was two things. You know how it's like a B, the letter B? Well, for me, there's the the boob, the bra, and also my stomach. So it was just like, bum, bum, (laughs) bum. We laid on top of each other. And the bra was just so far gone. It was so far gone.
0: (laughs) So oh God over you.
1: <laughs> I can't believe we've talked about boobs. <laughs> this... Oh, what are your it's other like thoughts about boobs? You know, let's let's get into it.
0: Um, may as well. Um, they are not there for you know sexual consumption, though you may use them like that. And they're ultimately they there to feed babies. So stop trying to sexualize my titty just because you see a nipple my mm. cleavage is my own mm-hmm. um at least me wearing a bra or not this also goes up to my mother. um who i love uh she had to add that one in <laughs> i mean she doesn't listen but yes yeah, like, but she was so on it with me this summer when i was going out and about when things started to open and i kept up the no bra life mm. she'll be like you have to you have to wear a bra and I was like why and she's like you just your boots will be sagging and I'm like they're already sagging and she's like oh you know you need to hold them it still doesn't look it doesn't look professional I was like I don't go into work I work from home Also,
1: <laughs> isn't it true I don't know how true it is because you know it might be fake news but the longer you the you know your bras your breasts crave you know they work with gravity so the longer you hoist them up I don't know how true this is fam, this might be really fake news, but the more bras you wear and if you wear a bra to sleep, my mum always told me that your boobs would sag more if you wear bras to sleep, is this true, is this factual, I highly doubt it but I think I like to believe it and I'm going to be in my ignorance with that one because I feel like whenever I wear like really hard bras for a long time and I take them off, like the pain my boobs feel when I take them off, ugh
0: um anyone who's a boob expert out there please come yeah. back to me with the facts and the truth mm. um yeah i don't know i feel like i've heard two sides everyone would always be like oh you have to wear a bra or your boobs will sag but then i feel like i've also heard things more recently whether like if you wear a bra too much your boobs will sag mm. so honestly i've just decided my boobs will do what they do they will um,
1: sag and and that's okay
0: that's okay. That's what titty tape and bras are for. So I can still push them up in the outfits. Or if but they, they made come, clothes please. for people
1: with boobs, we wouldn't have to worry about how they look in the clothes, you know? Ugh. Mm-hmm. And also the shabby little pieces of padding they put in certain outfits. It just makes me want to cry. You know when you have to like rip open the bra area and then like take it out and there's like a piece of padding.
0: Oh, I don't even bother. I just leave them in. There. That's why with my sports bra, you'll see the folded pads just <laughs> in like the corner, almost near my armpit. Oh my sometimes. gosh!
1: No, my tits aren't. They can't afford pads. You know, it would just really hoist up the the amount of boobulation because it's too much. It's too much. Wahala. Other opinion of boobs, nipple colors, and things. I think there and this isn't just with nipples i think it's the problem with people's colorism and hyperpigmentation of black women's bodies sometimes the darkness of certain private areas of a black woman's body it's like oh like it looks dirty or it looks unclean yada 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 no they just dark honey what else what now
0: are you talking about nipples? Are you also talking about like underarms and knees? Nipples,
1: and, underarms, like, knees—like certain places that tend to be darker. But the nipple just reminded me of that. So yeah, it's something that I just despise. Certain discolorations are, in my view, in my view, very beautiful, and shouldn't be made to feel like they're dirty or something. Because I remember I would over scrub certain areas, like when I'm buffing. Like,
0: I'll just scrub it just because I thought. The <laughs> fact <laughs> no, we can hear the sound. <laughs> Don't shame yourself, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the people know you haven't creamed today. I have cream. I have
1: cream. <laughs> I have cream. cream. Let me have cream, though. I was just catching. You know what? I have dry skin. It is what it is, man. You know what?
0: <laughs> that's, also, that's also your truth, and that's beautiful too. You. Live your truth.
1: Oh my gosh, I feel like I've exposed too much of myself today.
0: Ah. Uh, I love it. Honestly, it's the it's, it's the aim, just get people feeling comfortable and you know, chat chat chat.
1: I like it. This was fun. Guys, I was actually geeking out when she invited me to be on her podcast. I was like I was just waiting for the day. I was, like, I was just waiting for the call from my agent to be like <laughs> invite me on this podcast. And you know, my people texted me a couple of days ago and they were like, "Mm. Yeah, do you want to come? I was like, I have to think about it. But obviously at the end of the day, (laughs) I'm fully lying by the way. Please don't believe me. I don't have people. (laughs) But no, I'm very, I'm very happy that I came. This is good. This (laughs) is, she's not even saying anything. She's just like,
0: (laughs) I'm like, I call like, I didn't, (laughs) as if I didn't (laughs) see you on Zoom. I was like, hey. (laughs) You want to come on? Have You, you think been- I have time to reach out to representation? I do this through DMs, emails, and
1: WhatsApp. Please, I don't have representation, but if you want to represent me, I'm all for the representation.
0: I mean, if there's any agents listening, uh, yeah, you, you know, know, I'll put Ayo's at in the, in the description. Dun, dun mm yeah actually i need to get a jingle but actually speaking of boobs yes going back to the main topic obviously yes um when did you realize that you were the size you actually are because i only just realized Ooh. what i'd only just like properly got measured not properly i'd been measured before but it had been so many years in between mm. and it turned out i was um I was okay, so double D is what I was wearing, mm. but I was actually a double F. Mm. And I was like, "Wow, okay, so that's that's my size." And you know what sparked it? Whoa. I ordered um, the Fenty Beauty bras, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yes, double D, thirty six, double D. Yes, Rihanna has my size." And it was like the nice black bralette with Fenty on it, and it was like. The balcony bra that was like orange or brown colored, so it could be like my nude. And I was like, Yes, I'm gonna look banging. I put it on, titties were like falling out, (laughs) like literally just falling out. I was like, (laughs) I I took some pictures. I was like, These are cute, but I can't do this to myself. No. But I returned them and then I went to get measured. And then they were like, Nah, B, you're like a a double left. And I was like, (laughs) Oh, this makes sense. So I've been back on that website waiting for them to stock my size, but they don't have it. For some reason, they only do. Somebody pointed out on the on Instagram actually that they only seem to bigger sizes don't come in smaller backs, and apparently, 36 mm. are backs, I can never find the thirty six double F in like bras. It's only like bralettes I might have my size, so I can go up to like XL or whatever.
1: So I love Rihanna. Like I'm legit part of the navy. I've listened to every album. I haven't gone to a concert, but it's because my mom didn't allow me to go to concerts until 2017. So, <laughs> however. I do want Savage X Fenty to stop more sizes. And apparently she said they will. So my thing with getting measured, I think it happened 2018 or something. And basically, I don't know. I was buying some clothes and I was like, what's the actual size of these titties? Because I was buying Primark bras at the time as well. And I think at a certain point, the Primark bras were just not, they weren't just they weren't helping the titties. And I was scared to go into that MS because I felt like if I went to that MS, it's Mummy Bra that I'm gonna be buying. But you know, with the courage of the Lord, I leapt into that MS <laughs> and I got um measured, and at the time I was a 34F. Now I'm not that anymore. Just wait for the storyline hasn't finished. So um I'm like okay, I'm a 34F. But the thing is, with that particular bra she showed we worked with, it fit because it. I think it kind of ran big. So then I went to Debenhams, the next old white lady shop, and they tested me again. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're a 34G. Now, the bra that I'm using is a 36G. I'm so embarrassed about saying my bra size as well. Like I used to be so scared of it because I was like, it's really going up the alphabet, like ew. But now I'm just like a bit, <laughs> I'm a bit more comfortable. But it kind of stemmed from, I was buying like bras from Primark, which is fine, like buy a bra from Primark. But I just felt like it wasn't stocking my size. I just felt like I just kept progressing to the next level. And I didn't like it. But yeah, now I'm a 36G. Oh my gosh. Imagine that guy on Hinge I'm talking to is like, so this girl is crazy. She's also 36G. That is very scary to find out. Hey, babes. Please don't listen to this podcast.
0: First of all, stop trying to block my blessings. Um, I need more <laughs> listeners. Amen. And, oh. and
1: you'll get plenty. Lis- listeners will come in thousands. Not one, not two. <laughs> thousands. But that bail. Anytime... <laughs> but no it was from the fact that bras weren't selling my size and I was just like oh what's the next size and it wasn't there but yeah when I found out my size I I was definitely depressed for a little while Mm -hmm. I mean I'm depressed anyways but that depression hit different because I was like oh my goodness like my boobs are this big and it was so worrying and stuff because I just felt like you never you know the shape that is I I idolizes you have smaller titties and you have a bigger bum and I was like "Oh, my shape is progressing out of that whatever that society has told me to look like and it it didn't make me feel good about myself and people would point out the fact that my boobs were big as well and I'm like bitch I know I see them I feel them I see the sweat do you so it was very much that I guess so yeah I did I didn't like how that it made me feel and to the to this day, sometimes I still struggle with how big they are, but I'm just like i don't I wouldn't even lie and say I'm learning to love them. I'm just learning to manage them, chat manage them baby that's how that's my relationship with my boobs imagine and
0: <laughs> I love yeah, I'm loving this the relationship with my boobs mm. I'm glad you've you've come to a place where you can manage them. I guess I've never thought about it as um, your experience is, is probably one I've never thought about in terms of viewing them as like closely related to how you view the rest of your body in terms of how your boobs are growing so you also worry that like you are also growing and such. Mm, mm. mm.
1: Yeah definitely and it's like you never want to be a P or a Wendy like love went, you know, Wendy, you know, she's doing her thing, but it's always the shape that they would make fun of, oh, you're top heavy, you know, and it's, it's not something you want to hear or feel, or, um, I remember when I was 16 or something, I was doing a summer job, and a girl literally said, she's like, wow, your boobs are so big, and you're 16, like, Just let's hope the other one comes through. Like, that one, yes! child, yes! I was 16. So it was very much like, oh my goodness, you have big boobs. And it's something that I just never wanted to be the first thing people would notice when they see me. So even till now it's affected my dressing. I usually only ever wear oversized clothes. Like, if you see me not wearing oversized clothes, someone has physically forced me. I said, I you must wear something else. Just because I don't want it to be in people's faces i guess i don't know but it's not like people mm-hmm. care but i guess some people do i don't
0: know do you think that maybe the way that we as women in particular as black women in particular in particular as nigerian women mm. have been taught like modesty is something as what we should aim for do you feel like that has also played a part in how you feel that In how you viewed your boobs, and whether you should like cover them or you wanted to make them smaller?
1: (sighs) Hmm. I think I agree with you in some ways. I think, you know, modesty is good. If you think you want to dress a certain way and that makes you feel happy, it makes you feel closer to whatever religion you belong to, or if it's just for personal reasons, I'd say yes. However, it does have detrimental effects for people who, you know, especially because this is another conversation, they don't know what we're on, but like, if we grew up in a church and even if I'm wearing a long skirt and if you still have those curves, like they're still there, no matter how much does being you can wear on that body, like they will still be there. And at times it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, thank God I've left that mentality, but it made me feel like I was doing something wrong because of my body. And I wasn't even like, Dressing with a cleavage open or anything, it just felt like they were just always there. So, I do agree with you like wanting to be moderate that's the word they'll say, like everything, like small, 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 small. It just didn't help when your body just wasn't functioning that way, I would say. And apparently, there's this practice for some people I don't know where in Nigeria it is they'll use a broom to beat your chest so that the breasts don't grow. Yeah. I will find this out and send it to you, hopefully. I so feel,
0: Yeah, I feel like I've heard of that. So yeah. I would
1: hear those kinds of things and it would just make my boobs feel like they were not meant to be here. Because if someone is using a broom, a Nigerian or African broom, to be pounding your boobs, yeah, I guess.
0: <laughs> Oof. Mm, like yam. mm
1: Pounding
0: your breast like yam, what a shame! What a terrible shame. It's like it's another. It's just another example of how women's bodies are policed, and ooh. also, oh, the way um. There's there's just so much. There's always so much like there's always like this subtext that comes with just the way someone's body grows or just yes. the way someone's body naturally is. Yeah. Instead of just allowing the minute a girl like develops any kind of figure it's like oh you need to do the work to cover yourself to mm. make sure that you don't attract anyone mm. or that you don't cause any issues um yeah that's yes, it's just just leave i just want people to leave women alone leave girls that's it. Alone.
1: leave us alone leave women or anyone who has boobs mm. alone
0: yeah leave people with boobs alone
1: that's it because yeah, even to, I look at my clothes and I'm looking at my wardrobe right now and I really can't really see any tight clothing. The tight stuff that I have, I've hidden it to the back of a wardrobe and I've never worn. Just because I'm like, oh my gosh, how my boobs look in this. I literally get anxious that I don't want to come across as not unserious. I just don't want my boobs to be the focus of a discussion or the focus of someone's mind. And it's not in a cute way as well. You know when, like, people are like, oh, my God, like, your titties. I don't know if you watch Girlfriends, but you know whose titties I admire? And it's like, yeah. is it Tony?
0: <clears throat> Tony, the boozy dark-skinned one? or Oh, she
1: has nice boobs. It's not cute. She She's yeah. got really nice. Sorry. Anyways. <clears throat> it is what Um, But, like, it's not in that way where it's, like, perky and it's perfect-looking to the point where I'm it's not like a distraction thing it's it almost feels like a burden to some people's eyes with the way my boobs look really and truly i guess
0: yeah there's that there's that um, idea of like the perfect titty and i remember growing up everyone wanted their boobs to grow Mm. but there's always like this ideal of like oh they'll grow and they'll look this way Mm. that's what we see in media we don't see like the the ones that go opposite ways we don't see the ones (laughs) that are very incisive. Ooh, boobs are just naturally all different they're like snowflakes but mm. because we're often oh, like
1: snow presented
0: flakes. with just like often presented with just this idea that oh they have to you know sit a certain way and this is just how it is we all feel like oh why aren't my boobs doing that and we strive for that and then if they go beyond that in size it can be it can just like it can really like affect how someone views themselves definitely
1: and on both sides of the spectrum, if you don't have enough boobies problem, if you have too much boobies problem, ah, oh, hey, Joe, Pico, please, leave, leave our breasts alone. Hashtag, eh?
0: Hashtag leave people with breasts alone.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah.
0: I'll put that, I'll put that in the description too.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I, no, it was really bad. Like, I was researching creams, Sometimes I still think I want to get a reduction surgery just because of the career line that I want to go into, hopefully. But I don't know. And a lot of people that I've seen that have had big boobs that I've watched on TV, they typically get reductions and it's apparently helped them. Um, And it's not something that makes me feel good about myself and stuff. Yeah. Boobs.
0: Bulbs, bulbs, bulbs. Mm. do you wonder when you when you view people because obviously your profession the one mm. that you're alluding to is that you want to act mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, yeah yeah so when you're talking about people and how the reductions have helped them is it because they are the boobs aren't like the focus of the parts they get or aren't put or they feel like they're viewed as quote-unquote, a more serious actor or professional because they don't have bigger boobs?
1: I think it works all those ways. I don't think it's one answer. I think Mm. definitely yes, just because of what the accepted... First of all, the accepted body standard is. And if you stray anywhere too far from that accepted body standard and you're on a TV show where they're trying to sell you or you're on a film where you're being sold as something... And I think that it works in some ways. But then it's like, if you're not the butt of the joke and you're a leading role or in a big supporting role or something. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone with, like, that's, like, heavy-chested. Apparently, Sofia Vergara got a reduction. Let me just check before I... Um, Sofia Vergara from Modern Family.
0: Speaking of Modern Family, I was thinking of... Um aerial winter was, as well yeah yeah she got a reduction yeah she was young because yeah it was like she was going through puberty and that just became a big topic on because people would just be watching the show and be commenting on literally this teenage girl she's growing because yeah. you know, it's and just commenting on her breasts yeah
1: no it's um what's it called i i hadn't watched modern family until this year but i knew about Ariel Winter and her boobs literally when I was growing up when the show was still at that stage and that's crazy like one of the I hadn't even watched the show but I already know about the conversation surrounding her boobs I don't know if she actually has gotten it but she was saying she plans to she said it like a couple years ago that she wanted to have the reduction basically
0: yeah it's so mad I'm thinking about it and I can think of actresses, and I'm particularly thinking about Black women mm. who do have bigger do have bigger breasts, but it always. But when I'm thinking about like, Justin, but it's like when they're, it's it's not a focus of if they're playing a role in maybe a drama or maybe a more serious Mm -hmm. thing. The thing of Gabrielle Cidabé in um, Empire, not to just like (laughs) talk about people with chess, like her boobs aren't always a focus, but she's kind of playing a comedic role in that. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to like, if someone is, I'm thinking of like, maybe like a coming of age thing or if someone's kind of like in a, maybe in a comedy at times i don't know it's just now that i'm thinking about it it's just really it's just become really apparent to me how how like police boobs can be because if if you're in a if you're in a role and they want you to be taken seriously they might try and cover your chest and like make you maybe wear clothes that don't draw attention to it Mm
1: -hmm. Um, they literally got ariel winter in like cardigans like those couple of seasons when she grew, she was literally, and I know her character's nerdy and stuff, but after she got her surgery, if you notice, she became like, she was owning her sexuality in those those episodes. She was able to wear like fun clothing. And not to say you can't have a nerd, but it was like, I felt like she was literally covering her boobs the whole, those couple of seasons, which kind of made me feel like, oh my goodness, is this something that I have to think about even my current weight loss journey those are the first things that come to my mind
0: really. mm. that's mad. Mm. I hope that's not something that you'd have to just think about like at every step of your career I'd hope that the people you worked with and just the way the industry grows it would be mm. you would be able to walk into spaces and it wouldn't have to be a conversation
1: yes and I think big boobs like you, you know, who makes me feel good about my boobs? Megan the Stallion. Um, she's really? got some amazing titties. She does, however, have big like her yash can go from here to like she's got about a, a bodacious, bald- a beautiful body. And I think it's always been like, if you have the breast, please have the bum to match. Eh? And when the bum is not bumming
0: <laughs> you should just say, when the bum is not bumming <laughs>
1: When the bomb is not bombing, what can you do? What can you do? Yeah.
0: Mm, When the bomb is not bombing, what can you do? (laughs) Potential hashtag as well. Oh my gosh,
1: yes. Oh my deus, yeah, yeah. I think it would be different though for different cultural spaces. Because some non-human actresses, they've got big titties. Um... I haven't watched this year's Nigerian Big Brother or any Nigerian bro- Big Brother, but one of the finalists had... She has massive titties. And I've seen her on... You know the channel that plays Skinny Girl in Transit? They do this drinking game on Indani called TGIF where they do, like, a shot if they get a question wrong. So one of the Big Brother at um, finalists came. She's very, very busty. She's got big boobs. and made me like, oh, hi. Like, I was like, okay, here's a fellow big boobed individual so and I have seen some Nollywood actresses like that however I think in the western hemisphere or anything shy of where I'm coming from it is very much like smaller boobs are innocent and stuff and if you want to play younger roles or roles that are actually my age do you know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, it's interesting. I've never thought about boobs like playing, having this much of um, just playing this bigger role. Ooh. Like, yeah, roles. Mm. But it's interesting to hear to hear what you're saying. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's so many struggles black women have to face in any industry, and um, from body politics to hair politics to skin. Mm. "Oh God, ah, are not tired?" Because we
0: are, I didn't know tired. Yeah, did tired. I didn't know tired. I want to rest. Like <laughs> I would love to just rest. Yeah, no. hey, uh, Honestly, you're gonna send me on another another just path or segue. Like hair, skin, when can black women just be? Ooh. When can we just be? Mm. Ah, mm. It's not one thing, it's another. And I'm just tired. Mm. Yo, yeah, I was li- I was reading um, someone made a post on Instagram like talking about the Crown Acts, which um has been passed in some U.S. states that basically abolish it, or like it's basically like it's meant to stop hair discrimination in the workplace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it got passed like in 2018 or maybe
1: 2019. Last
0: year, yeah. So it. I'm literally either one so i'm literally so when i first heard about it passing i was like wow this is something it was passed in new york i think Mm. 2018 or 2019. i was like wow this is something recent that they're literally just saying okay now you can't discriminate against people black or against afro hair or black people's hair and one person when they were publicizing the crown Act in this post they were talking about their experiences and i think it was in australia Mm. about how their employer would be like oh your hair isn't the the employer would outright be like I think one person talks about how an employer pulled off their wig Jesus. because they wanted to see if there was actually a wig, and so like they tugged and like the wig came off in her hand or something. Or someone called like the wig "Barbie hair," or like an employer said straight to someone's face, like "You need to this, these, this hair, this hair is an, it's ghetto. You need to like look professional or something like that." Mm. And it's like if it's not that, it's skin tone. If it's not that, it's yeah. Even how here in the UK
1: as well. Some people have gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a girl came out saying Harrods complained about her hair when she had it in braids. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah, I Some people in the workplace have gone sent home from work for having an afro and were told to come back wearing a, a more acceptable version of hair. Even here as well, people are trying to fight for hair discrimination to be put into the equality laws because I think what happens is employers have the right to input a dress code and sometimes the dress code can be discriminatory let's say oh you're not allowed to wear purple because i don't like sometimes it's like positive like okay look uniform fair enough but like what is then uniform and what is then professional is the main problem and professionalism is always in line with whiteness
0: Mm-hmm. and you've hit it right on the head any thought any kind of professionalism or even when it comes to like words such as being nice anything that mm. is seen in a positive light is always aligned with whiteness mm. like so how you behave or how you dress how you behave to be nice how you dress to look professional has to align to the idea of what nice and professional is from the white gaze so like nice is not kissing your teeth Mm. so yeah professional is not having locks or braids Mm. it's all it's all about it's this year oh this has been it's just uh. yo let me this is why i just want to i just want to rest i just trust
1: me i just want to be me i just want to be me babe same I i just want to be me all the time. Yeah. Ah.
0: Shout out to Gemma. In fact, even shout out more to Tiffany Pollard. Because, that's one period.
1: Um, that woman. That's an icon. Oh, mm-hmm. an icon. Where? Why hasn't she got her own late night show yet, please? She would be so... Imagine <laughs> late nights with Tiffany. Like, okay, we get it. That's there's Jimmy I Fallon. Know. And, you know, shout out to him. Shout out to Jimmy Fallon and Deman. Man. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean... Okay, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel show, Seth Meyers show, Amber Ruffin. Yes, yes. but Jimmy Fallon—it's like you know it's what? The guest, it's the guest. Even John Oliver. Yes, it's the the guests make Jimmy Fallon show. Jimmy Fallon. I'm just like
1: Either way, I would say we need you know more of our icons. You know, Kelly Clarkson's got a show now. You know, mm, yeah. I love Kelly Clarkson, them. by the way. You no know? Since you've been gone, that song bangs anyway <laughs> but you know give tiffany a late night spot how entertaining would that be and i want her to be bringing like black icons as guests like Tyrrell does on the Terrell show if you haven't watched the Terrell show by the way watch it have you watched it
0: mm-hmm. i've seen some episodes. yes
1: he brings a lot of like icons within the black community i want to see more of them on flipping abc at 97 central whatever they say in american timing i want to see it and if it happens you had it here first
0: yeah you better you better start like writing a a pilot or something or script or just put in you know a brief together so that it's in writing that you did this first
1: exactly and trademark it somehow or somewhere do it
0: figure it out (laughs) don't let your dreams just be dreams (laughs) My dream,
1: when I, ask you, I mean, what's your dream in this life? Is to get Tiffany and her own late-night show. Shh.
0: That's see, a good dream. Uplifting another black woman. That's what we like to see.
1: Anyways, my dream mm-hmm. is to be like that woman that said, oh, sorry, how did you make your money? And she said she was married. Now.
0: How did I, how did I know you were going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking like, if I like, you said the woman, I was like, the woman... <laughs> once for nothing who was asked how'd you get this car yes I'm, not, I'm married oh okay sure <laughs> look how was. Well. you know I mean myself, I wouldn't want it all the time but maybe give me a year of I'm married <laughs> and someone paying bu- a bill like that I'll take it you
1: know what yeah I'm all for I don't dream of labour
0: hey hey man In this, you know what, in this capitalist society, you shouldn't.
1: Yeah, I don't dream of labour. Labour's part of the life I live. And sometimes it's fun and sometimes it makes me want to crawl my eyes out. But I just want to be rich, you know? But then again, who knows? Cheers to that, babes. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.
0: Yeah, I wonder if... I, that's the th- whenever I think of, <laughs> you know, what, I feel like it's the two sides of me. I learned, I I fully learned the story stereotype about yoruba women when I went to uni, mm. in terms of like how how we love how we love good things, and you know when I learned that stereotype, <laughs> I fully aligned myself because I was
1: like, I do like goodness. I I didn't come to didn't this world to suffer.
0: that's it. I didn't come to to suffer. Okay. I, I can't come and kill myself exactly and I not to because you know what life is for the living i'm really just starting off <laughs> <up here. laughs> life is for and the I living i want it to be sweet okay exactly. i want to live
1: it. life yeah yeah sweets oh god yeah oh Sometimes I just dream me and my mom were the same as well, like we'll just sit and talk about oh like if five k just dropped in our accounts from nowhere tomorrow, like how would you spend it? Ugh. oh, we talk about it all the time. we love money, and that's okay, that is absolutely okay
0: that's okay if that's your if that's your love, that's your love right uh. <laughs> <I ain't>, eh? <laughs> true true i love I love food, It's my love,
1: ah. Uh. I'm sad because
0: I'm eating cauliflower rice in Denmark. Yeah, I feel like you got to add something else to that. Even me, I'm, I actually don't know I'm going to eat for dinner. I might eat Ebba.
1: Ooh, what's you?
0: Um, I know there's okra and there's red stew. So I might just do that. Okay. If I find any FRO, I'll put that in. But it depends.
1: We need I'm to excited. do a potluck.
0: Yeah, we gonna- do. Yes. Yeah, we're going to do this potluck. What's well, going to happen? You know what? before
1: i think before,
0: we should skip uh, the plantain <clears throat> see i was about to end it so i wouldn't <laughs> have to shame you for so, your yeah, trans plantain choices we've well, decided to shame yourself no tell the people how you like your plantain okay
1: i'm not saying i want it um hard like unripe plantain but i'm not I, no but i don't want it to be soggy like why is my plantain f- emitting oil why is it that I can touch it and it feels like slime? This is not the kids trace awards. Thank you. It is plantain. It is meant to be eaten in that middle ground of hardness and softness.
0: Okay, I'm with you on the middle ground, but leaning more towards the soft side because you need to have you don't want it to you don't want to pull it out and then basically you hear a crunch. Need, uh, need it, to be uh, it needs to be crisp from the outside but like soft on the inside. Exactly. I can't tell you, I can't tell it shouldn't be leaking oil, but it should be at least be a little bit fluffy. I need like a, fluffy. A fluffy Is it pancake? It's plantain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But listen, we, we we were almost about to agree, okay? <laughs> and then you were then you, <laughs> and then you went your way I'm not I'm not here. For your plantain, your trash plantain. Oh my plantain.
1: god! Oh my gosh! I genuinely feel like you know I've been attacked, and I really feel like this has been an attack orchestrated against people like me who love plantain like this.
0: Well, you know what? <laughs> and that's the end of our show. So you're gonna walk <laughs> off in <them> that way. I <laughs> plug yourself for the people, please. Oh, tell them where you're up to. Tell them where they can find you.
1: Um, you can find me on the internet. On Instagram, maybe don't follow me on Twitter, Shatori. I can roast you. <laughs> but Instagram, <laughs> <sighs> um, Instagram it's io underscore Ali underscore. Yeah, I'm just gonna change my Twitter handle now.
0: <laughs> nah. But yeah, the earworm, give you on. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, is right. my bae
1: <laughs> That man is a. F- oh, I and I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> but you know what? It, it changes every day. Like I really change my um, Twitter name depending on my mood.
0: I feel that. Go go with what you're feeling. Thank you. But yeah. Um. What about your projects? Is there anything interesting you're doing? Anything you oh. want to check out? I know that you you produced a film. Over eh? the- Film. Did you not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a short film. I was an associate producer on a short film. Yeah. I got, That's something. I was associated with the produce. No, I was. Yeah. A-
0: okay. Fine. But still, credit. Yes,
1: I got a very very fun film credit, which I'm proud of. And yeah, sometimes I, um, I'm a production assistant on music videos, trying to do documentary stuff, acting stuff, music stuff, basically. <laughs> Um, yeah I might start a TikTok soon so I can join my generation mm-hmm. I'm Gen Z and I'm proud, thank you very much I want to join my people <laughs> yeah
0: fun? okay I was, I also, I was gonna ask you to like plug the film you're an associate producer on, oh <laughs> no it's play? not out yet it's not out yet no oh, okay. it's
1: 2021 oh, yeah okay. Okay. Well,
0: Know when where they should look out for it. When they can look at what the name is, so, so they can look out. I'm it. not sure if I can tell you guys the
1: name yet. Oh, okay.
0: okay. But
1: when it is out, I will let Ibuku know. And okay, and promo? Thank you, thank you. How much? Five k for the promo. We,
0: we'll talk about. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <continue>.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I'm, I'm out. No. Uh Yeah. I, uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Iomido, um, thank you for coming. Oh. Thank you for doing the show. It was it was a pleasure. I hope all of you who've listened have learned something today about uh, titties because that was most of the conversation. (laughs) Uh, See you next week. All right, bye. Bye. Now this was perfect. Oh my gosh! Oh my. I have never talked about titties so much in my life. Same. I I mean, I
1: think about, but I haven't really, you know, expressed my thoughts. I didn't know I was that opinionated about my tits.
0: I I loved it though, because i would never thought about them to the extent that apparently you've thought about them. So I was really happy that we got to have this (laughs) discussion.